0: Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, you're going to learn all about the Carbonauts I know, I can't even wait. Graham Hill is here, the founder and CEO of Carbonauts. We're we're talking sustainability, we're talking climate, um, and and how it can apply to your daily life. I can't even wait. What a great and timely topic. Uh, Graham, so great to have you on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for being here. I like the the energy. I'm going to have to ramp it up here. Uh, dude, it's kind of uh, my thing. I love it.
0: Um and I get really excited about really cool topics and most of them are by the way, I should say that most of my interviews are very fun and interesting and I, this one I I couldn't even wait because it's such an important topic and um I can't um wait to to dive into the carbonots um and a cool name by the way. Thanks. All right. So, um before we get there, how about share with our audience a little bit about you and like how did you even get into this world?
1: Uh so I uh probably uh grew up in the country, hippie parents uh studied architecture and product design fell in love with the internet in the early 93 94 and moved to seattle and started building a company one of the first companies to build websites and so in an early age i had a successful company we built it my cousin and myself built it to 60 people and sold it and so i had wow, 28 dude, congrats you know, 30 had the the Very good fortune of being able to be choosy about what I wanted to do and I was just really into environmental stuff so I've been focused on sustainability since 2000 so 23 years. Wow, in early
0: days for sustainability, and it feels like the last couple of years. If you think about the big brands, it was like it became hot, and then during COVID, not so much, and then now um, back front and center, at least with a lot of the big brands, especially this year. I've just seen it pop up more and more and more the last eight months in 2023. Um, Have you seen that as well, or like if you kind of drew it on a spectrum of interest and investment, like how would you think about that over the time you've been involved?
1: Yeah, Uh, great, great question. And actually, I really have noticed so. You know, I really, really sort of got going with sustainability in 2004 when I started a tongue-in-cheek named site called Treehugger, uh, which ended up being the biggest green site on the web for a while in the mid-2000s. And so uh, I feel like there was a real uptick back then in the mid-2000s. And I feel like there is one now, just in the last year or two. Uh, All of a sudden, it's uh, really happening. And I I think... uh, uh, Joel Macauer is a friend. He runs something called Green Biz. You probably interviewed him or someone certainly has spoken to him. Yeah. I know that they are having seeing that in their conferences. And yeah, my sense is there's another real uptick in a similar way to sort of the mid to later 2000s.
0: It's so interesting. Yeah. And um, where I've seen it play out is in new types of packaging, new types of like shipping materials or trying to reduce carbon footprint or measuring carbon footprint um, within a business or their use of water or energy. I mean, I could keep going. I mean, you're more the expert than I am. Um, But talk about Carbonauts. uh, What a cool name, by the way. And uh, where did this come from? And I'm guessing somewhat of an outshoot of your other work, but really cool approach
1: yeah so so tree hugger really was about mainstreaming green that was a stated objective in 2004. when i was trying to uh, give you a sense of what the times were like then when i was trying to hire writers and i was like i need you to find one thing to write about every day uh, they initially thought that that was going to be a challenge so that's where we were at that point so obviously uh it's a, it's a very very different time now uh, so, mainstreaming green is part of it is just building awareness. And I think that's one thing the envir- the movement has done very well. We have great awareness now, it's really high. People get it. And climate does not care about awareness. Climate sure. doesn't care about your feelings. Ultimately, climate change, the, the issue is a physics problem. It's about action. And so I became obsessed uh, three, four years ago now um, with how do we move this tremendous awareness uh, to action? How do we get people to actually do the things? It's not enough of these great solutions out there if people don't uh, take them up. And so uh, what we ended up doing is in a way, despite being a tech guy since 95 kind of thing, we somewhat went back to basics and we do largely virtual, sometimes in person, cohort-based workshops, cameras on, highly interactive, such that we really do it in community and in a really connected way with some accountability. And we help people get climate literate, climate enthusiastic, and really change their identities. So we help companies move their cultures to cultures of sustainability. And we've ended up working for Amazon, uh, uh, AT&T, about to start with disney um news corp is a longtime client so we do work for these big companies and so we're excited about that uh, because it's a way for us to get to a lot of people uh, and make a difference and we're a- if we're able to affect the company itself which we know we are or we're, uh, we're really um, making a difference Um so yeah so that's we do workshops around employee engagement focused on sustainability trying to move their cultures uh, towards cultures of sustainability
0: and really, it starts with awareness, I'm guessing, and, and basic awareness of some things most people don't realize. And um, when you talk about workshops, is so let's take a, a Toyota, um, they would have you come do workshops for their people, or are you working with their leadership team on like their strategy for this space? Does that make sense, or is it more tactical?
1: Yeah. No, that's a great question. Uh, there are a lot of consultancies out there that work on the strategy and the business itself. That's not right. what we do. In fact, we could be a good partner for many of those. So we're really about, um, in a way, the, the really hardening news, and what I would never have envisioned or found it hard to envision in 2004, is that these really big companies have really aggressive sustainability goals. Many of them. They do. A, a yeah. great deal of them. And they're not 2050 goals anymore, as they were a bunch of years ago. They're now 2040, 2030, 2025. Like, it is is on. and Sure. Most of these companies have not large enough sustainability teams, not enough budget. And most importantly, the culture behind them that needs to be rowing in the same direction that needs to be making every job a climate job just isn't there. In the same way that if you talk to someone about sustainability, they talk about straws, they talk about recycling, they talk about <laughs> right. coffee cups, stuff that we need absolutely need to fix but right. not the big problems, and so we, right. our, our role is really to help get the sort of more everyday staff, sometimes green teams, sometimes sustainability uh, individuals, but basically help meet meet people where they are and help them move along their climate journey. Um, so it's it's sort of mushy, but it's it's clear that culture eats strategy, and you got to get your culture on board, and we're just really good at doing that.
0: I can tell. Uh, yeah. And, you know, it's funny, a lot of big companies, or I will just say some big companies, you know, a lot of times you bring up sustainability. It's like, oh, yeah, that's the job of that team over there, you know, that person or a couple of people right. that own sustainability. And it's like, uh, no, it actually should be part of product development, manufacturing, supply chain, right? Yeah. I mean, how we yeah. operate. I mean, it's technology. Um, it's fascinating. Yeah. So here, and, let me
1: tell you a, a, a great, perfectly related story on that. And that is that, I've sort of done Web 1.0, Web 2.0, Web 3.0 might be passing me by. Um, but back in Web 1.0, I was very early. And so the joke then was that the Internet, it was like department of the Internet. as
0: right. <laughs> That department is, over there.
1: Yeah, it's a <laughs> right. vertical, right? When o- obviously the Internet is a horizontal. It's part of everybody's sure. jobs, and that's what we got to. But it started off as a vertical, and we're seeing the exact same thing play out in sustainability, right? So in a way, like I used to say, tree hugger. The the success of tree hugger is the demise of tree hugger, and in a, in in the same way, the success of the sustainability team is the demise of the sustainability team. Sustainability is a horizontal; it needs to be every job needs to be a client job it needs to totally. be integrated, and and that, that's where we are, and, and we're just not there yet. But that's where we got to get to.
0: So you're an entrepreneur. Um, You launched this business. When you launched, was it with the idea of doing these workshops or um, was it just you? Because I know you have a a group now of you that focus on these, but what were the early days like?
1: Yeah, we started out uh, initially focusing a little bit on guides and trying to do a better job at that. And then we just realized, you know what, this is, we got to make this a communal, sort of fun, engaging, thing to do that you commit to with other people and so we really we came pretty quickly to workshops uh yeah it's it's unfortunately it's this is a sort of one by one it's um we if if it what is it um if it had been a, if it was about information we'd all have uh billions of dollars and six-pack abs right sure like you, you, you you actually <laughs> yeah yeah it's more than it's more than information and 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 so that's what we're we're focused on and 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 so yeah so we connect with people and we really do it as a group and help provide the accountability and the tools and the very logical next step that's individualized to each person so that we can get stuff done
0: yeah and how do you guys build your brand how do you get your awareness out about what you do and how do you measure success like when you go and talk to like a new customer and whatnot
1: yeah, I, I would say we haven't been great on the marketing and sales stuff in in general. I've been just very focused on product. Uh, that said, sure. we have a tremendous list of of clients. So somehow we've we we worked it out. Uh, success for us, it, honestly, it's about making the individual staff members the eco heroes. Like the in this world, we don't we don't in my opinion we don't have a deniers problem. We are so far away from that. That's so down the road. Um, We've got a choir problem. We need to get people (laughs) that know better, that know this stuff, to be taking action. And so a person who has taken our workshop, uh, one of our many workshops, uh, and has done it, has gone out and switched to renewable energy, or got a plug-in hybrid such that they're able to drive electric most of the time. is. Cutting back on beef, lamb, and cheese through circular and starting to compost is is being a much more conscious flyer. Like these, those are the ones that really—that's uh, what we're after. That's our—that's our product, if you want. Uh, we sure. also measure literally every workshop. Um, we survey everybody who attends, and we do a net promotion survey in order to check quality. And we do t- tend to do great, and we get sort of feedback, both positive and and suggestions. Um, So we're very much a learning organization focused on that stuff because, yeah, we need to be able to, this this thing's scaling and we need to make sure that uh, our teacher's doing a great job and that everybody's happy. And so we measure it that way as well.
0: One of the things you guys also offer is workshops kind of on demand or on your site and whatnot. Um, I mentioned a couple of them here. Your personal sustainability plan, the climate-friendly closet, (laughs) uh, food waste and composting 101. These are things that aren't like Toyota. This is like Justin or Julie or Jim, right? I mean, and so how do you balance out the two, right? The big company idea versus like more individual plans.
1: Well, the way we look at it is we're, we're just, uh, a company is composed of individuals. Uh, and the stuff that they do at home, that knowledge is largely the same for the company. And so the easiest thing that appeals to people's self-interest, where home is number one, is to focus on the home. So it's a great place to start. It. it can truly make a difference. And then they understand stuff that does apply to the work it's like a, just a great uh, gateway drug basically for getting into this and then making it part of of, of work so you know our, our hope is that we we get people climate literate and climate enthusiastic we help build green teams we help uh lay the groundwork so that more hiring can happen within from your people which is a great way to save some money and great way to to maintain sure. institutional knowledge and so uh, yeah we're just helping move their cultures
0: that's really cool um you as an entrepreneur not only now but in the past you've probably learned a number of things that um, we uh, that would be applicable we've got a, a number of good entrepreneurs that listen to our podcast and um, I always love to have our guests share some of their biggest lessons learned you know, what would be a couple of things you've learned from launching growing this business or or even the other ones you've done
1: Oh, that's fun. Uh, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is more of a warning warning than anything. Um, it, it is that corporate sales is slow. Corporations, not surprisingly, are are really slow and they have, you know, crazy legal contracts and security things. And so it's uh, it's not it's not easy. So you have to be ready for that. And uh, and and sales is uh, sales is tricky. You know, sales is is a real art, and I'm like a product guy. I don't love sales, but it's a it's a really important part, and you sort of have you sort of have to do it at the beginning. And so, I think uh, probably like really taking that seriously from early on to understand how it works and the systems, and really have a plan around that is critical. You can't, uh, um, particularly something like this. It's um, yeah, build it and they will come. is, is tricky, and we, we we've been lucky. But I think if I knew what I know now, we probably could be a lot further along. I just uh, it's easy to to sort of pretend sales is a a gross thing that no one totally. Does, but it's so important, and 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 you're really you're just trying to find the people that that you can help. And if you're if you have a good product, um, but it's you could have a great product and still not get there. So um, sales is uh, critically Uh, critically important. I don't know, what else? Uh, I would say all of my companies, I've sort of, uh, as an entrepreneur, I've gotten involved in the true DNA of the product of the company. So uh, my web firm, I literally was coding HTML and doing design work. Um, The tree hugger, I wrote uh i wrote for the site 90 days straight at the beginning uh wow. <laughs> the carbon i you know developed the the cu- curriculum with meg and then i taught for a couple two and a half years uh and i think this is a great way to not only create really great product uh, but also you you know the questions to ask later and and you get respect from the staff. So I think being really being involved in the the essence of the company is is uh, tends to be a, a, a good move.
0: I totally agree. It's actually really great advice. And you're the second entrepreneur today to, of two <laughs> to say that wow. exact advice. It's kind of interesting. Oh really? Oh, how funny. Um, yeah. Which is interesting. Cause like, I don't know why it, it hasn't come up a lot, but like, you're right. It, you gotta be in the product, in the, in the mix to understand the nuances of it and be able to step back from it. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. It seems basic, but um, okay. I love it. Um, So what are the keys to growth for you thinking about the next six to 12 months as you're looking to grow this brand and kind of your, your presence? Like how, how do you think about that?
1: Yeah. We're mostly, I, I mean, it, it, uh, being an entrepreneur is always a balancing act. You only have so much time and so much money and, Uh, so many resources to apply to it so i if if i had my druthers i'd just be working on product 100 of the time because i'm a designer and that's what i love to do Uh, unfortunately i have to do product i have to do sales and have to do operations and there's a lot to it uh our our, you know our base basically we we have a fantastic client list we got a really great team our product People love like we literally rate all of them all the time. And so we've got a great thing. So our, our main challenge is just how do we uh, get better at sales and get better at, at getting being um, really reactive and, and proactive with our clients such that we we do longer, more extensive deals um, like we sh- we should be able to build a company with the clients that we have uh, today. And uh it just uh just takes some uh, some effort and some organization. Uh, sure. So yeah. So mostly just trying to get to profitability. We've had a profitable month, but we just need uh just need to sort of get to profitability and then we can start to invest more and more in product and and then maybe franchise this thing out at some point. Interesting. Uh, but certainly uh I'm 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 I've I've built and sold a number of companies. I don't have to be here um trying to make an impact. And so I, I need to get this, we're tuning it and tuning it and tuning it. And I want to scale this uh, really large. I would like to, I'd like to do entire staff at big companies. that would be powerful.
0: No doubt. Um, So interesting. uh, What an an exciting topic and so relevant, like I said earlier. Um, One last question, like how do you know if there's truly climate impact? I mean, like what are there some, Universal indicators to know hey we're making progress or you know what I mean like what are some of the metrics uh, either individuals or companies or even more broadly like how do you know you're it's making a difference
1: yeah it, I mean the, the challenge is that it is nuanced so that's the the true answer to any of these questions is it depends sure it's all <laughs> it's all all about the parameters but uh, there are some very good you know the larger metrics for the planet, yeah, parts per million of CO two equivalents in the atmosphere is 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 a very good one. Uh, I think biodiversity and slowing down the extinction rate uh, is also uh, a really important one. So yeah, those are those are really the big ones. Um, you yeah, know, for sense. for us, uh, we have our own version of the Berkeley Cool Climate Calculator, and so we have people run their footprints and then run them again later and, and get reductions, and so. Um, but yeah, there, there are a lot of different ways, uh, to look, look at this and a lot of different parameters, but we just have to live in a much, um, more friendly way with, uh, ourselves and our other sentient beings and nature itself. Uh, if we're going to have our species stick around.
0: Amazing. Um, great point to end on, um, share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, learn more, engage, et cetera. Uh,
1: I'm uh, Graham Hill on LinkedIn. That's a great spot. Uh, Also, thecarbonauts.com is our website. It's a little bit crappy, but that's another place. And I'm just um, (laughs) Graham at thecarbonauts.com. Those are probably the main two spots. So good. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. No,
0: it's perfect, man. Um, So good having you. L- uh, appreciate the the work you're doing. And I mean, just the, the way you've structured it and brought kind of this no- knowledge of like technology and like industry and this idea of, um, you know, climate and sustainability, really, really cool combination. And um, definitely want to stay in touch. Got to bring you back on down the road great. as you continue to grow, man. It's good.
1: That sounds great. Thanks for having me. And uh, we should get you uh, into some dinners in Atlanta. Too. I'm in. Joe I'm Raza in. is there, um, and he, he'd be a good guy to talk to. Uh, I think he's going to be planning some. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh, I'll definitely join, man. I appreciate the invitation. Yeah, great. The Contender Cast is powered by Contender Brands and is the top global consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast. You can find additional Contender Cast episodes on worldwide podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music,